You're listening to the Millionaire's Unveiled podcast, where you'll hear the stories and interviews of everyday millionaires. We'll unveil their decisions, their strategies, and their current portfolio allocation. Now to your hosts, Clark Sheffield and Jace Mattinson. Welcome to the Millionaire's Unveiled podcast with Clark and Jace. This is episode number 73. If you're new to the show or whether you've been listening for a while, we appreciate you tuning into the podcast. If you're not aware, on this podcast, we share the stories and strategies of everyday millionaires. One of our goals is, is really to bring these stories to life and help all of us learn about how they've achieved success. If you haven't heard, we have a new giveaway this month. We just have a couple weeks left. The giveaway includes a copy of Sarah Falaz's new book, The Next Millionaire Next Door. She's Thomas Stanley's daughter and also a $50 Visa gift card. To enter the giveaway, we're asking you to do two things. Number one is to join our email list at millionairesunveiled.com. And two is to subscribe to our show and leave a review on either iTunes or Stitcher. A special thanks to Equity Multiple for supporting the show. One of the tried and true paths to becoming and staying a millionaire is establishing passive income streams. Perhaps the most tried and true passive income channel for savvy investors is commercial real estate. Equity Multiple connects accredited investors with pre-vetted, exclusive commercial real estate investments with investment minimums as low as $10,000. With Equity Multiple, you can allocate a meaningful portion of your portfolio to professionally managed commercial real estate and create a stronger, more diversified portfolio. Head to equitymultiple.com forward slash millionaires to learn more. Again, that's equitymultiple.com forward slash millionaires. And you can tell them Clark and Jay sent you. If you'd like to invest in our multifamily opportunities, please reach out to us at millionairesunveiled at gmail.com. We'll jump on a quick call with you to discuss any current opportunities and a little bit about our strategy. We're partnering with a couple groups in different locations across the country that have long trackers of, of success. On last week's episode, just as a quick review, we had Steve. Steve has a net worth of about $500,000. He's 31 years old. He has about $100,000 in home equity, $100,000 in Vanguard index funds, and about $230,000 in other retirement accounts. Steve works in IT, and his wife is a teacher. If you'd like to come on the show and share your story and your allocation, send us an email. Again, that's millionairesunveiled at gmail.com. We'd love to unveil your allocation and, and kind of tell your story to help all of our listeners. On this week's episode, we have our special interview with Robert Kiyosaki, the famous author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We had a brief discussion with him about investing, personal finance, asset allocation, and real estate. So without any further delay, let's get into today's interview with Robert Kiyosaki. Today we're with Robert Kiyosaki, author of the well-known book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thank you. So your most well-known book is obviously Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and a huge aspect of that book, if not the main, is to invest in assets that build cash flow and, and increase in value. How does somebody who's just starting their career or somebody that has maybe a lower income, where do they start with that goal? Well, it depends on them. You know, I, I'm always in class. I, I, I don't like school. I, did, I never liked school, so don't think of that. But I'm constantly taking seminars or reading books on the subject of investing. So that's what I do. Especially, you know, if you have no interest in money, then, you know, I think you're in trouble personally because lack of interest not going to get anywhere. And there's a lot of people like that. They say, I'm not worried about money. I don't, you know, I don't like money and all that stuff. But they're liars. 
So they, they go to, you know, like my whole poor dad side of the family, they, they go to school, but they don't have any money because they never studied the subject of money. I take real estate classes. I take stock, stock classes. I take entrepreneurs classes. I study anything that has to do with business and investing. And then, yeah, I think that's great advice. And then where do you draw the line in saying, okay, now I've studied enough. Now I've read. Now I've talked to people. I've listened to podcasts. Now I need to go out and do it. Nobody studies enough. I mean, what an arrogant thought that is. I don't ever know enough. You know, the more I know, the less I know. So anybody who has that attitude really should just, you know, buy bonds or something. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know where anybody gets this idea that they know everything. I mean, nobody knows everything. I'm constantly studying. And I'm also doing. You know, I think you're talking about a professional student like, there's this woman who is at the sports club I work out at, and she's going on her fourth degree. You know, I don't know what degree she has, so many degrees. And she's got no money. I mean, that's, you know, I think she's gone to school enough. <laughs> <laughs> she gave it to the universities. <laughs> yeah, pretty pathetic. You know, I mean, I think school is, a for many people, school is a waste of time. And for others, they got to have it. If you're going to be a doctor, an accountant, a lawyer, you got to go to school. But if you want to be rich, you don't have to go to school. But you but you can't be a student all the time. And you got to be studying and doing and studying and doing and participating in real life. So there's two kinds of people. People who don't like school and stop studying, which is really silly. And there's people who never stop studying and don't do anything. And somewhere in between there are people, you know. And I, I, get, up, I get up at 5 o'clock and I'm studying. I and I'm already in my 70s. What kind of books and things are you studying now? I never stop. I, mean, I try to tell you guys something. Whatever I come across, I look at. I, I you know, I'm going. I go. To, I take seminars. I'm having. I, I like. I like make getting getting rich. So it's a fun game. It's a hard game. And the and the better you get at it, you know, the, the smarter you have to be. It's it's really an attitude. You know, money money doesn't grow on trees. It's really true. Unfortunately for many people it does, you know, mommy and daddy give them the money and they're not that bright a people. They're not bright people. They may be rich, they may be educated, but when it comes to money, they're not sharp. What do you say to the, to the person who's been studying for a long time and just hasn't taken the risk? I can't, I can't help. I, I hate to be so blunt, but somebody who's more afraid of failing will never succeed. You know, success and failing go hand in hand. You know, I've lost millions of dollars, and it was a big wake-up call. I just keep coming back, learn, look at my wounds, learn from mistakes I made, and I keep going at it. You look at every successful person has failed, and the people who don't fail are not successful. It's, and it's really quite that simple. You don't have any money invested in the markets, right? No, I don't need to. You're just all, all real estate and small business. Well, no. I make my money because, look, when in 1972, I came back from Vietnam. I flew for the Marine Corps. And my, my poor dad wanted me to get my MBA, which I did, which was a waste of time. And my rich dad said, if you're going to be rich, you have to learn to use debt as money. And you have to learn how to borrow money and make money with borrowed money. So that's why I took my first real estate course. And I'm still taking real estate courses. So when I need money, I just borrow it. So I don't need money. So what I have really is a financial education that allows me to be that I don't need money. 
if you can comprehend that, you know, I can sleep at night, you know, I have millions of gold. Not ETFs, I stay out of paper. I don't like REITs, I don't like ETFs because they're fake. But I have real real estate, I have real gold, and I have real oil wells, and I have real silver mines, you know, I have real stuff, not this fake stuff. That takes education, that takes learning, it takes practice. It's called ass on the line. You know, sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. Do you ever worry about debt? Do you ever worry about being over leveraged? Or, or what do you say to the people who maybe want to buy a property, but they can't save up enough money and they're afraid of, of taking out a loan? I really have nothing to say to them personally. You know, it just frustrates me. They have they have deep psychological and emotional problems. They've got to overcome that. You know, I don't know where they get that cowardice from. But everybody has fear. Everybody does. It's how the per- individual deals with it makes the difference in their life. Robert, you've got a, a book coming out, I believe next year, that's called Fake Money, Fake Teachers, Fake Assets. What's it's called fake, but those are the three categories. Fake, money okay. Is fake, and our assets are fake. If you can understand that, that's what the book fake is about. So what is somebody going to learn from, from that book that they may not already know? I don't know. They have to read the book because I don't know what they know. What would you say to, to some of the baby boomers? You've got about 20% of the, the American public have large stock portfolios, especially with the, the latest bull run, and they have very little cash flow from those assets. How, how would you instruct them to remove some of those assets in the market and, and generate some cash flow? I don't give uh, investment advice. I, I, I'm, I've, already, I've already answered the question. I hate to be blunt with you guys, but I answer the question. I would take classes. Otherwise, what they're going to do is look for some expert to tell them what to do, like me. And they can't do what I do. So the person can only do what they know how to do. If they don't know how to take that those so-called assets, those fake stocks and bonds and all that crap, and if they can't convert it to cash flow, leave it there. Don't touch it. Because somebody's going to come around and tell you they got a better idea and they'll be in the same boat. So if they, they can, a person can only do what they know how to do, that's why I, I don't give financial advice or investment. When I say this is what an asset is, this is what a liability is, this is how I do it. But I don't, I don't recommend people do what I do. Like right now in the marketplace, I'm selling. You know, I'm selling all my bad, my bad real estate, not my bad ones, my non-performing or less performing. And the reason I'm selling is because all of these hedge funds and private equity guys are offering me so much money for this property, I have to sell. You know, they're offering me 300 times more than I paid for it. I mean, three times, 300% more than I paid for it. So I have to sell. <clears throat> My problem is now, where do I place that money? So I've got to go back and study the markets again. Where am I going to place this money? But I don't wait for somebody to tell me what to do with it. So there's a difference in attitude, so I'm saying. You know, I don't care if you have a PhD in economics, which is Bernanke and all these guys at the Fed. They're not competent people as far as investing. They're good students. You know, we're off the gold standard, we're on the PhD standard now, and that's why I'm worried. They're all like my poor dad. Very smart people, well-educated in school. They have no real-world experience. They've never been on the streets. Is your poor dad or other people that fall into that category, were they offended by the book at all? It depends on the person, you guys. There's a lot of teachers who know what I'm saying is accurate. They don't know diddly about money. 
they lost that paycheck or their pension or their tenure, they'd be on the streets and the cats would eat them. They know they don't know anything, but they can't admit they don't know anything. That's the problem. And I'm, I'm saying to all your listeners, if you listen to those people, you you follow the same trap they do. That's the challenge. That's what the book fake's about. It's coming out next uh, spring. There's fake money. There's fake teachers. There's fake assets out there. And you got to know what's real. That's the, that's what the book's about. Awesome. Robert Kiyosaki, appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you. Keep up the good work, you guys. Thanks, Robert. Take Bye-bye. care. Thanks for listening to the Millionaire's Unveiled podcast with Clark Sheffield and Chase Mantinson. For more stories, investment opportunities, and information, check out our website at millionairesunveiled.com. See you next time when you'll hear from another everyday millionaire.